Welcome to the Homeschool Show, dedicated to viewing home education and all aspects of life through the prism of God's Word. Thousands of families are experiencing the educational freedoms and challenges of teaching their own children at home. Now here's your host, veteran teacher, homeschooling dad, author, speaker, award-winning film producer, and president of Piedmont Education Services, Greg Munger. Well, welcome today. I'm very glad you're with us today. I'm Greg Munger, your host here on The Homeschool Show, where we talk about home education and along the way, look at all of life through the prism of God's Word. Don't forget, if you ever want to contact us, listen to our previous shows or ask us a question, you can do so on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. We've been talking in these last several programs about the state of home education all across America, particularly what is homeschooling like in the U.S.? Is it really working? Do kids actually get an education at home? How about socialization, or do children just become oddball hermits? And are there any facts and figures to support the continued use of home education in America? To help me answer some of those questions, we have today Dr. Brian Ray, the founder and president of National Home Education Research Institute. Dr. Ray, thanks for being on the show today. You're welcome. It's great to be here. Thank you. You had founded and uh, now uh, operating and doing a lot of research. When did you begin the uh, National Home Education Research. Can I call it N-H-E-R-I? Yes, yes, that's fine. <laughs> N-H-E-R-I or NERI. NERI, all right. It's, yeah, it's gone. It goes back a ways back in around 1983, 84. I started following what was then a brand new home education movement. 1985, I can hardly believe this, Greg. 1985, I founded a little journal called Home School Researcher. So, which is now, what does that make it? 20? Oh, my goodness. How old is that? Yeah, that's 19, too old. <laughs> 1985 is hard to figure it out. <laughs> but that de- um, developed into a peer-reviewed academic journal. And then uh, formally, NHERI was founded in 1990. Okay. And now you have the, your own website, NHERI.org. We'll have complete information on our website, thehomeschoolshow.net, for any that are listening. Um What's your main purpose of this uh, National Home Education Research? That's part of the title. That's right. Well, believe it or not, it's what the title says. We do basic research, and when, when people hear that word, what is basic research? That means we go out and collect data, we do surveys, we gather information, we a- actually ask people questions, and we get test scores from children. We gather the data, we statistically analyze it, uh, write reports, and publish them. Uh, but also, I keep track. we keep track of research done by many others. It, it's it's, it's many researchers now, professors, doctoral students, master's degree students, and we keep track of it, and we put it all in one place, synthesize it, let people get at it, and we just uh, disseminate the research and information to the public, the media, legislators, uh, courts, anybody who's interested in it. That's basically what we do. In many ways, behind the scenes, it, it is also a support to the homeschool community and homeschool families. So that's valuable information, especially for people who are a little bit unsure whether homeschooling works uh, and or folks who are somewhat antagonistic to it. Uh, absolutely, both of those. I mean, for, uh, for Christians, you know, they ought to be motivated by biblical principles, but sometimes they need a little extra information to find out if practically uh, does this thing called homeschooling work. And for the rest of the public, uh, whether it's courts or legislators, uh, they tend to be very pragmatic and utilitarian, so they want to know the facts and figures I about see. home education. Well, then uh, I guess that leads to the next question is, does home education work? Does it work? Well, you know, <laughs> we, we could get very philosophical here. The question is, how do you define work? Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, if 
uh, I mean, let's take a let's take a few stabs at it from from the the basic uh, worldly perspective. If you want to know, well, does does education work? If you're talking about academics, you know, can children read, write, do arithmetic, a little history, a little science? Then the answer is absolutely. The evidence is very strong and consistent that home educated students are typically scoring well above average on academic achievement tests. I mean, it's typically uh, 15 to 30 percentile points above the public school norm. Wow, that's great. So as far as uh, actually getting an education in the traditional types of subjects, yes, home education does produce uh, by and large. I mean, if we're talking about the things that, that allegedly public and private schools are about, which is teaching the, the old-fashioned three R's and, and a little more, mm-hmm. homeschooled children, it's, it's very consistent. I mean, people wonder, how is this possible when, when parents who homeschool are, by and large, not government-certified teachers? They're not trained in education. They've never taken four years of classes on how to teach children that the letter A says at A and off. You know, but I'm being a little facetious. And what we found out from 30 years of homeschooling now, modern homeschooling, is that it makes basically no difference that they're not certified teachers. So uh, evidently your research shows that there's no correlation between student achievement and teacher certification. Yes, that's true. And, and it, you know, again, it kind of amazes people. Uh, for a little context, I have actually been a classroom teacher. Mm-hmm. Private schools, public schools, I've been a professor of education. I've taught teachers. I've supervised teachers. And, you know, I think in many ways our culture has gotten into a cult of professionalization. So we, we generally think only people who have specialized degrees can do certain things. But, you know, throughout history, Greg, uh, people were not, were not certified teachers. They were not government-certified teachers to tutor children, to teach children. And really the modern homeschool movement just affirms that fact. I think there are many other things that are involved, such as one-on-one instruction, tutoring, mastery learning, curriculum that's customized to each child, all these kinds of things that public school and private school t- teachers dream of are available to the home education family. You had mentioned the, earlier that or the question of does homeschooling work? Are there other aspects, though, besides just the academics that you well, find? I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought me back to that, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> You're keeping me on track. Yeah, so what are, what are some other definitions? Another definition might be well, children and teenagers who grow up to be respectful toward others, uh, honest, hardworking, and obviously for those parents who know the Lord, they are praying that their children will become will come to faith in Christ. And if we look at kind of the realm of what many people call socialization, that you know, dreaded course, word, the dreaded word of the homeschool parent. I mean, there are many aspects of that, but let's, take, let's just take one aspect. Just getting along with other people, having skills to be able to chit-chat at a cocktail party. Oh, I mean a Christian dance. Uh, I mean, well, I'm not sure. Okay, Church. you know what I'm saying. Okay, so just chatting along, those kinds of things. The research is very firm that the home-educated are doing as well and typically better than those from conventional schools when measured by just basic, contemporary, secular measures of social development. So again, the research is very strong that they're doing as well or better than those in institutional schools. In fact, in one study, there was only one significant difference, and that was that the public school children had more problem behaviors acting out too aggressively toward other children. Interesting. Yeah, 
This is just a lot of studies. I mean, we could spend hours talking about the individual studies, but I'm just trying to give you a quick sweeping overview. Well, it is true that when uh, young people are around their peers, I know that from being a classroom teacher myself in the past and then being a homeschool dad, that uh, when children are around their peers, they tend to act like their peers. Well, that's exactly what Dr. Larry Shires in that study I mentioned found. He said, why is this? You know, he, he was kind of expecting that the that the uh, home-educated children were would have fewer social skills and get along with others. And then he realized, he, he looked at all the research and he said, maybe it's because it's really important after whom children model. Yes. And when they're home-educated, their most important model is adults, not peers. And adults are supposed to have better social skills. And, you know, I think that's why God... God's Word says uh, in Deuteronomy that uh, it's the parents who are to learn the truths of God from His Word and to pass them on to the children when they are walking, when they're sitting, when they're at the table, when they're uh, doing laundry, when they were doing academics, whenever. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a beautiful picture in Deuteronomy 6. And I think many parents, I just like to challenge parents, they think, well, you know, we do that on, on Saturdays and we do that at night. <laughs> after dinner. But I would just challenge people. I don't think that's the picture of Deuteronomy 6. I think it's 20, most of the day. It's, tw- it's 24 hours. 24-7, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. All right, and if you if you send your child away for six to eight hours per day to be mainly with peers and the bus driver, that's six to eight hours per day when you do not get to walk with them mm-hmm. in a home-based environment. And the research is supporting that this is having a huge positive impact on young people who become adults. That's tremendous. What are the conditions then of homeschooling across the U.S.? What has your research shown that's uh, the condition of home education in the U.S.? Well, it's, I mean, there are a lot of ways to get it conditioned. It's, it's grown from almost extinct in the 1970s. Uh, before that, of course, it was healthy. Uh, but it, it became almost extinct from the time of uh, the expansion of government schooling to the 70s. But it went from about 13,000 K-12 students then to now. I just came out with a study. My best estimate is about 2.04 million K-12 homeschool students spring of 2010. I read so that. there's been tremendous growth that's just amazing and significant, no matter how you look at it. But like the question about is homeschooling working, there's other aspects, uh, I would guess, than just how many kids are doing homeschooling in any given period of time. Yes. Yeah, I think that what we find is that even though there's always been a great variety of the kinds of people who homeschool, whether that's measured by uh, religious preference or race, ethnicity, or socioeconomic status, or reasons for homeschooling, the variety has always been there, but it's more obvious now because there are more people. So, yes, there are still pagans who homeschool. Yes, there are now apparently Muslims who homeschool. Uh, it used to be very white Anglo, but Homeschooling has grown tremendously amongst the black uh, population and Hispanics, uh, but it still is predominantly uh, Christian, and there still is predominantly a teaching of values and beliefs and worldview to children as a main reason for homeschooling. So the variety is perhaps more, but it's just that it's more obvious because there's so many people homeschooling. It's it's almost become the way I say it, it's become a reasonable option to mainstream America. Hmm. So it's more mainstream. Um, does that present any problems with um, legal or other type of uh, issues that may not be your 
area of expertise, but uh, at least the research may show that. I think what it shows is that that even though the, quote, uh, legal battles, unquote, have calmed down, generally speaking, uh, one never knows what any particular legislator in any particular state might propose a law that tries to control homeschoolers greatly, and that happens every year yes. in at least a few states, so that happens. I think another thing that happens is because it's, in a sense, more mainstream, is that this is hard to explain. It, it, the, the reasons and the strong reasons and the ideology behind it, the philosophy behind it, can get a little watered down. So let's say the homeschool community in state X is trying to maintain a law that allows them the freedom to homeschool and treats it as private education and keeps the government out of its business. That would have been a very strong, strong sentiment 10 years ago. But with a wider variety of people involved now, they don't understand philosophically the freedoms and the importance of freedoms to homeschooling. So they might not fight as hard, or they might say, hey, what's the little government control of our private home education? Yes. That's a problem. Well, it's that uh, old statement, uh, perhaps it was Edmund Burke who said, eternal vigilance is the price of uh, liberty. Yes. And uh, certainly much prayer by God's people and those who are doing home education. To, to keep it legal and prosperous. Well, we've got to take a break here, Dr. Ray. Uh, and when we come back from the break, we'll talk about some of the reports. You have three major reports that uh, you've done. I'm going to talk about those. This is The Homeschool Show. You can always listen to us on the web, thehomeschoolshow.net. We're with uh, Dr. Brian Ray of the National Home Education Research Institute. We'll be back with him in just a moment. And welcome back to The Homeschool Show. We're glad you've joined us today. We are talking with Dr. Brian Ray, president and founder of the National Home Education Research Institute. And uh, Dr. Ray, we've been talking about NHERI and some of its research things. It's um, what you're doing there with the Clearinghouse of Research for the Public, educating people about home education, the condition of home education, and the fact that homeschooling is working in, in a number of ways. But one thing we didn't talk about yet is what are some of the major issues facing homeschoolers or parents nationwide? I think there are three things that I think of. One is that the main reason for home educating, clearly, when you're looking to God's Word, is what does He say about the education or discipleship of the children of His children? Mm-hmm. That would be parents' children. And I believe that it is extremely difficult, and I pray that people become more effective, especially those within the homeschool community, of challenging, asking, leading with church leaders and people in the church in general to start with God's Word about the education of children and not start with their experience or not start with American culture, which says, well, the normal thing is institutional schooling with a certified teacher, and for the vast majority of people, it's the government-controlled school. So I would just want to challenge every single pastor, every elder, every deacon, and of course every parent to say, let's start you just start from Genesis 1-1 and go through the Bible and say, what does God say about who should be the main educator, discipler of each child? Who should be spending the vast majority of time with the child? Who should be transmitting values, beliefs, and worldview to the child? And I, I will have to say, you've got to come to the conclusion it's the parents, and God does not give the jurisdiction to the state. I taught, I taught the philosophy of education course for five years, and I've never had a Christian be able to challenge me and show me in the Scripture where it should be the state mm-hmm. or a parent other than child. And I want to quickly add, it's home-based education. 
I'm not saying that the Bible says it's always and only mommy and daddy. It's based out of the home, supported by the local church. Well, the first of these major issues is why are we educating? Who is to have the authority on this, and what kind of education is it supposed to be? Yes, Mm. and rhetorically, not rhetorically, why are the majority of Christian parents still handing off the teaching, Mm. training, and indoctrination of their children to the state in public schools? That's a huge question for the Church of America and every other nation to answer, and it's a very, very important answer. Uh, People look at and they bemoan the changes and the decline of culture, but they don't look at where the child has been taught, trained, and indoctrinated for the first 12, for 12 years of his life in answering the question. Uh, there's an old saying, he who rocks the cradle rules the world. And the concept is, who is teaching your children? I mean, the, the tyrants of history loved public schooling because that's where they could teach, train, and indoctrinate children into how they wanted them to behave, which was for the purpose of the state. That's simply one of the big, re- big deals. Uh, a second one is uh, the parents need to keep in mind the main biblical reasons for homeschooling and not elevate any particular thing above where it should be in their minds and hearts. Uh, the, the teaching of the good news to children, uh, loving them, keeping their hearts, enjoying God with them, those are the highest reasons. And whether they have the best math scores or the best reading scores is not the main reason for the education of children. And I think a third thing that's a big issue right now uh, is that a number of people are getting lured into state-controlled, what many of us call public schooling at home. Um, yes. those, those would come under the, under the guise of charter schools or virtual schools. Uh, everybody has to remember a charter school is a public government school. The virtual school run by the school district is a public government school. It's just that you have a little government school in your home, and it's really important to stay away from that for many reasons. Probably we don't have time to go into those right now. So the major issues, as you see them and as your research would show, is uh, why are we educating? What does the Bible say is the Christian's reason for educating? What kind of education should we have? and uh, according to Scripture, and who should be doing the teaching, and uh, then how should that affect the curriculum, the methods, and all of that? Mm -hmm. very good. You know, God is so gracious, and His commands come with blessings. It's not a burden to be the main disciple of your child, the extra, not the extra, the six to eight hours per day that you might send him away to be trained and indoctrinated by other people. It's a huge blessing. The way of life that comes with home-based education is just wonderful. It's a lot of work. But it's wonderful, and people need to keep that in mind. And God has promised a blessing when we obey His Word, when we follow Him, and uh, do all that He has commanded in Scripture. It's very good. It's, it's a good thing. It's a, a wonderful thing. It's a rich thing. It's a way of living. It's a lifestyle of living that uh, five, six generations of Americans uh, you know, tossed out, but now over a million, probably a million families have come back to it. That's great. You know, that's what the Scripture says. The, be- the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the holy is understanding. Amen. Well, you've got three major reports I saw on your website, uh, yes. nheri.org, and we'll have more, a lot more details on it uh, on your website, on our website, thehomeschoolshow.net. But talk briefly, we've got about a minute left here, talk briefly about um, your three reports, Home Education, Reason, and Research, Home Educated, and Now Adults, and Worldwide Guide to Homeschooling. Those are great. Okay, the first one first, the Home Education, Reason, and Research is meant to be a quick summary of many studies, like the studies I was referring to earlier, uh, we try to put it together in a nice, colorful way, okay. but people shouldn't be scared about statistics, <laughs> because we try to make it interesting and catching in here. And uh, there are graphs you know, about the academic achievement, socialization, and the whole teacher certification issue. And this little booklet is great for encouraging parents, letting them see that home education, the research is absolutely clear, works. And this is a booklet that's brief and inexpensive and colorful that you can hand to grandma and grandpa who think you're a little crazy. 
You know, the other two are much larger. That's uh, right. And we're just about out of time to okay. uh, talk about those. I, home, no. educated, home Educated Now Adults is a full book on a study of adults who are home educated, which everybody, everybody wants to know, well, how do they turn out? Well, that book talks about it. And then Worldwide Guide to Homeschooling is like a little almanac or like a field guide to homeschooling. It's a much expanded version of the book that I just talked about. So a lot of research, a little more philosophy. Well, Dr. Brian Ray of the National Home Education Research Institute, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Uh, don't forget, you can always visit us on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net, read our blog, listen to podcasts, ask an expert like Dr. Ray. Join us next time as we look at home education and all of life through the prism of God's Word here on The Homeschool Show. <laughs> 